You're listening to the Nice Girls CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Benavidez, and I am so passionate about women and maybe a few good men too, who are ready to live on purpose and make an impact. So if you want to be a leader in the world and build a business that makes a difference, and you want to be bold and confident so you can show up and stand out, then this is the place to be. Ready? Let's go. Hey, girlfriend, we're going to dive in again today on leadership. As you know, here at Nice Girl CEO, leadership is kind of the trending topic. Even though we talk about different things and we incorporate, you know, life and business and motherhood and relationships and health, and it all comes down to who we are and how we're showing up in the world so that we can live on purpose and make a big impact. It's really about being the leader that we're meant to be. Today on the episode, Rachel Heslin is going to talk to us about the trifecta of female leadership. It's incredible, it's fun, and she totally helps us identify how we can shift and recommit to the leader that we want to be. So let's go. Hello, hello, it's Lisa Benavidez here, and I am really excited to welcome you today. We have a special guest, Rachel Heslin, and she is going to be sharing with us a trifecta of female leadership, and that sounds so exciting, so cool, and you're, you're going to get to learn what that's all about. But Rachel has been in the psychology world for over 35 years, so she's going to drop her knowledge with us and help us incorporate this trifecta of female leadership. Nice Girl CEO is all about that, so we're excited to have you, Rachel. Welcome. Very glad to be here. Cool. Tell us a little bit more about you and your background and what brought you to this place. Well, my father's a clinical psychologist who would actually come home and teach me and my brother things as he was learning them. So I was first introduced to different psychological concepts and theories and how the human brain works when I was still a kid. So this is stuff I've just grown up with, and I have been fascinated by why people do what they do ever since then. Love it. That's interesting, because I think as parents, sometimes we forget to add those aspects to our upbringing of our kids. You know, we Yes, they have to be outside, they have to play, run around, get dirty, be wild, but it's also cultivating this into them from a young age so that as an adult, we don't have so many stories or you know that background that we have to fix as adults. Yeah, my son is going to be turning 15 years old mm, uh, this okay. week, so by the time this airs, he'll probably be 15. Nice. And I have been trying to raise him with that mindful uh, approach, but at the same time, I'm human. Right. And the, the, the two things that I think about is every once in a while, he gets that glazed look in his eyes. It's like, okay, mom, I get it. Can we go do something else now? <laughs> and the other thing that I say my parents were really good role models for was that as an adult, they helped pay for my therapy. Okay. So, <laughs> down to it. You can try to be the absolute best parent you are, yeah. and you're still a person, and mm -hmm. you're still a human, and you're going to do things that you look back and say, hmm, I was not being my best self there. Yeah. And 
it's okay. I mean, that's part of the kid's journey too. And as long as they know that they are loved, that's pretty much it. Everything else is just part of the adventure. Oh my gosh, I totally agree with that. And I know this is not our topic, but I always tell people that when they're, you know, having kids or thinking about it and they want to plan it all out. And I'm like, look, there is nothing (laughs) to plan out. You got to love them and feed them sometimes and you're good to go. But we're all so different. We all, you know, have different thought processes. And sometimes we feel like we're doing the best, but somebody else would do something different. And then do we really even know, like, is that who our child is and what they would want? And so as they grow, then, you know, that changes. But parenting is so crazy. The absolute best advice I got from my parents when I became a mother was I was saying, how am I supposed to know what to do? Mm -hmm. And my dad said, ask the child. Mm. And, and actually involve, treat the child as a human being and yeah. ask them what they like. And I know my kid showed a very strong personality before he could even speak. I mean, you knew he was himself. <laughs> and the idea, and it's parenting is very challenging because it's finding that balance between nurturing who they are while teaching them how to play nicely with others yes, and how to fit in with society. And it's interesting, you're saying that this isn't part of uh, what I was supposedly talking about, but the truth is, it is the same theme. Uh, If I can segue into one of the things I want to say about the uh, trifecta of female leadership is even though I call it that, I believe men are quite capable of leading in this way as well. It's just there are certain traditional ways that business have been done that have been driven by that really strong, controlling, competitive male Mm. type of energy. Mm -hmm. I think that is shifting, and I believe that women are going to be in the vanguard of this shift But I do think guys can get on board and can do this as well. Absolutely. I completely agree. And that's, you know, part of even what Nice Girl CEO is about. And it's funny because I was having a conversation this morning and someone was encouraging me to be a little bit more bitchy with um, a situation. And I'm like, no, like that's That's not who I am. And I can be bold and assertive and strong and still bring through my Nice Girl energy that one makes me who I am. And two, I believe empowers other people even more when I'm showing up that way, whether it's a man or a woman. And so, yes, I love that. And I'd love to learn about this trifecta of female energy. Um, You're going to be sharing with us how we can incorporate that into business. So I have a lot of entrepreneur listeners and even people, you know, women and men too, who work in corporate, I think, you know, in business, just leaders out in this world, wherever they're falling in business, can use this type of process. So let's dive in. Tell us about it. I'm waiting. Most definitely. Well, the the first part of the the three-part thing that I looked at is agency. Are you taking complete responsibility for your own actions? Mm. 
we are bombarded by so many things that are outside of our control, how other people act, what they think, what uh, assumptions are, even our own assumptions about what things are. If you don't like a situation, that's time to step back and say, okay, am I really doing everything that I personally can do in order to move this forward? And this can be very challenging. I mean, it's one of these things that it's simple, but it's not easy. Yes. We become so reactive when other people out there are saying, no, you can't do this. Well, you were talking about how other people are saying, well, you should be this way in order to accomplish this result. And right there, it's so easy to, especially... If you're new to the entrepreneurial field, if you've just been promoted, if you have been surrounded by other people saying, this is the way that you should do things, it can take a lot of courage to say, hold on a second, I need to tap back into myself, my own integrity, mm -hmm. and take responsibility to say, okay, this may work for other people. I'm not dissing it out of hand. It may be very effective for other people, but it doesn't work for me. And I need to take responsibility for being the person that I want to be within the business community, within whatever aspect of my life that I am showing up in. And what happens is the more responsibility you take for what you can control, the amount of things that you can influence expands. Yes. Oh, I love that so much. The second part of the trifecta is action. What you actually do. It's like agency is the, the choice and taking that responsibility. Okay. When you take action, it's important to have the mindset that you will never have all of the information to make the perfect choice. It's you have to move at some point. And it may be that you take an action that has results that weren't the results you wanted. That yeah. is part of life. Therefore, it is important to take action with the mindset that each action lays the groundwork for your next choice. What can I learn from this? How can I grow from this? How, and this, this is perfect for a business situation, especially when you're working with other people. If you don't know a situation entirely, say you're going into a negotiation, you need to make a choice and then you need to take in feedback. You need to see what happens and then make another choice. Mm -hmm. But it is important to not be paralyzed by what could happen or think you have to have it perfectly. Oh my goodness, yes. That inaction or indecisiveness is it's keeping us stuck. And that place, you know, of being stuck is is just it's so sad really because we're so afraid of making a decision because it might not be right. But you're right about switching the mindset that it's laying that foundation. And if it doesn't work out, then you get to make the next choice that might work out. Yeah. Or even sometimes you get feedback and realize, you know, this goal that I was going for 
is it really what I want? And based on this new information, I'm actually going to change my direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Now, the third aspect of the trifecta is attributes. And this is where I tap into what is traditionally considered those feminine types of energy, such as collaboration, receptivity, that openness that I think has been really lacking in the business world. Mm -hmm. So much of, I mean, you look at marketing techniques going all the way back to uh, how to make, win friends and influence people and the Napoleon Hill stuff. So much of it is how to manipulate other people's Uh, feelings and how they see you and that type of thing. Right. And for myself, that is out of integrity with who I am as a person. Mm. And this is what, this is the part that I was referring to when I said how you parent a child comes back to how you treat anybody and it comes down to that respect It comes down to treating other people not as playing pieces on your chessboard, but as partners, but as fellow human beings. Yes. As other people who are on their journey and how can you work together to get not just win-win situations, but to expand possibilities. Love that so much. Yes. And I think this is the part that I think has really been missing. And I think this is something that is going to completely transform the future of business. Yeah. And I'm seeing it creep in a little bit. There are a few leaders out there that are starting to turn the tables a bit and remind us that we're human and that's how we need to connect first and foremost. Oh, yes. I mean, a a couple that come to mind, things like Zappos Shoes. has gotten so much press about the fact that they have a non-hierarchical leadership Mm -hmm. where they work very hard to involve everybody in not just the culture of the business, but what are the decisions, what are the directions, and by not just trying to get buy-in, but to honestly listen to what all members of the corporate community want, they have created a very flexible and sustainable organization. Totally. Love Zappos. Yeah. Uh, so I, another one I have to admit, I, um, I love Richard Branson and the Virgin Companies because they're another one that has found a way to leverage that communication and that respect for employees and feedback and incorporate, okay, what, do the, what are the people on the ground actually experiencing and how do we shift things at all levels in order to support customer experience? And if you don't have, you, you can't really expand to the degree that they have if you don't have every single person on board. And the way you get everybody on board is to recognize the humanity and to be open to that feedback 
and to that involvement and contribution because that creates an organic organism yep that can thrive and is flexible and can grow yeah for sure so one of the things that i always ask my guests is what leadership means to them and i don't always bring it up on the podcast just not for any reason that i don't like their answer i'm i'm just that's kind of more for me yeah. But what I love about what you said, um, I don't know if you remember, but you said it's commanding respect through being honest, caring, supportive, and holding yourself to the highest degrees of integrity to inspire others to do likewise. And I feel like it kind of goes back to that whole treat other people the way you want to be treated. It's like this basic uh, learning value piece that we all have heard, but are we all practicing it? And it doesn't mean that we understand people all the time or agree with them, but it's truly about commanding respect by being respectful. Oh, most definitely. One of my mentors, and this was, oh, 20, 25 years ago, I was administrative assistant for the then CEO of a company called Unilab. And I mean, my, my boss is the, the CEO of this large company, and he would bring me into his office. I was essentially a, a, a secretary, and he would sit down and explain to me his business decisions mm. and the fact that he treated me with such respect and such I think respect is really the word. He wanted to nurture my career. And this was a guy who always scheduled his board meetings in such a way that he never missed one of his kids' baseball games. Yep. That became, for me, my image of what true leadership was someone who could, I mean, he, he came in, he turned around the company from bankruptcy, brought them to an IPO. There were all these things he did on a business act from the, the business perspective while still being a decent human being. Mm. And that opened my eyes to the fact that, yeah, we need to expect more from our leaders. Yeah. We need to set an example of that humanity. Yep, I love that. That it's not a choice between being a person and being successful in business, but that being a human being and yourself is the foundation for being a successful leader. Oh, yes. Angie Lee just got a tattoo over the weekend, or she at least announced it over the weekend. And it's an ampersign because she always was taught that it was either or. And so she got the and to represent that, no, we can be both. We can have both. We can do both. We just have to decide and then create that in our lives and businesses. So that's so good. And it's important when you know, you're taught that because, because it's not taught so often or it's not taught in a way that opens our eyes. And so later we're fighting our way through trying to get to that place when if more of us would just kind of mentor the younger generations and raise them up in this way so they expect it and can feel like confident doing this kind of lifestyle um, that, you know, is important and authentic to them. I just, I think it's huge. 
It is. And it's so exciting to be alive at this moment. I think we are at a point of great transition there. It is very challenging for a lot of people because there are a lot of difficult things going on right now. I think we are seeing old structures and ways of doing things are breaking down and that's scary. And a lot of people are getting hurt by it and it breaks my heart. But at the same time, I think this new way of immersive human living and being and creating and growing is starting to come to the forefront. And I think it's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. I love being part of it. It is. And I, I agree. I love being a part of that, too. Both in both sides. Like I love learning from people that are paving that way. And I also love, you know, especially starting with my three daughters, like it's huge for me to teach them those values now. Um, but even other kids, you know, their friends and other people that I, I can just be a part of in some way that I can just drop that seed, you know? Yeah. Realizing that every single person you come in contact to is an opportunity even if it's just to give a heartfelt smile, to Mm -hmm. bring a little more of that recognition of, hey, you matter. Yes. And then that lifts them and shifts their interactions with others. And it becomes this ripple that has so much more of an impact than any of us will ever realize. Yeah, I agree so much. Oh, so good, Rachel. Thank you so much for sharing that. You know, those three pieces, agency, action, and attributes. Attributes. Thank you. Um, And then you also have a free gift that you're going to share with us. Why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, I have. I, I love stories and especially the stories that we tell ourselves. I love being able to identify the stories that we tell ourselves so that if they're not really supporting us how do we change them so that we can la- we can live happier and more fulfilling lives uh, I have to admit, I'm, I do things a little bit differently. I do not require that people sign up for a mailing list in order to get my freebie. Okay. But I, I do have a mailing list if people are interested in hearing about my thoughts and how I do things. Uh, I send it out very infrequently. But you can get more information about me. And uh, I have a little, I I call it an e-pamphlet because it's just a a little description called The Map of Your Life. And my website is thefullnessofyourpower.com. And on there, I've got other resources as well. And you can even contact me through the website if you're interested in talking or anything else. Fantastic. So I will link your website and also your, you know, social media links so that people can get in touch with you, follow you, and just learn more about this whole process and how to be confident in showing up as a leader uh, in their world, both life and business. So thank you so much, Rachel, for being here. And before we really sign off, what is one action step, one action step that my listeners can take to implement what you just taught us? I think the most 
important thing to look at is cultivating self-awareness. I'm going to go back to the agency part and start paying attention to your triggers. What makes you, what what gives you this like knee-jerk reaction of being upset? And use that to pause and take a deep breath Because one of the things that I've found, at least for myself, is that if something really bugs me about somebody else or makes me upset or angry, usually it's because something inside myself that I'm not terribly happy with. Right. So if you can start looking at those triggers and back up, take that breath, say, okay, is there something inside me that... I'm not playing full out. What am I not taking responsibility for in myself? Is there something that I'm not happy about how I'm being? And start to, I guess, plant those triggers. So instead of reacting towards that outside influence, have that be an indication to go inward. And as you start to forgive yourself and take more responsibility and say, okay, yeah, I know that I kind of flaked on that. Let me recommit to doing better. Let me recommit to being the type of person and the type of leader that I want to be, regardless of what the people around me are doing. Then those irritations and those reactions start to lessen and you become that person that you want to be. Mm, So good, I love that. Awareness is huge, I talk about that a lot as well. And I love that you mentioned that recommitting. That's important, you know, give yourself grace, give yourself permission to have flaws and become more aware of them so that you can recommit to the person, woman, man, that you truly want to be. So good. Beautiful way to end this. Thank you, Rachel, so much for being here. And connect with Rachel online. Let her know that this was helpful. You can leave a comment or a review. And we will see you next time. Thank you so much for having me on. This has been wonderful. Thank you, Lisa. Awesome. Thanks, Rachel. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And if you really enjoyed it, I'd love for you to write a review and share it. Also, be sure to connect with me in my Facebook group, Social Impact Squad, and follow me on Instagram at NiceGirlCEO. Hope you have an awesome day. Go take action in reaching your goals, and I'll see you next time.